Hey dreamers, welcome to the Dream Planning Podcast. If you've been led here, I believe it was on purpose. You are created and loved by God and your life is full of purpose. If you've been sitting in a season of searching or unfulfillment and you're ready to change your life and hear from God, this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Polly Payne, the CEO and founder of Horatio Printing, and I'm here to lead you in tactical, practical, faith-led trainings to help make your God-sized dreams a reality in your life and your business. Your dreams matter because you matter. So open up your planner, pour a cup of coffee, and let's dream together. All right, dreamers, we're going to talk today about what do we do when our schedule goes out the window. Maybe you're dealing with a delay or a disruption or a setback, some sort of disturbance in your schedule and your dreams and some sort of maybe setback in your timeline and it feels like defeat. I know exactly how that feels and what do we do about it? How do we handle it? What do we uh, kind of go back to and focus on so that we don't sit and stew in our disappointment and our defeat and just numb out and you know forget about our dreams? I want to encourage you today to help you start again and help you to remember what matters and just give you some encouragement. I'm currently in the thick of it right now recording this episode. My little one is in the room next door and he's home right now with hand, foot, mouth and he's going to probably be home for the next week or so. God willing, my daughter doesn't also get it and I wasn't even going to do an episode and I thought, you know what, I'm in the thick of it. I've just had this message on my heart and so while he's napping, I'm just going to go ahead and record this episode. The funny thing is I had a couple things pop up this week where I had setbacks and delays and like things that just kind of popped up that were breaking in certain parts of my business. And we were hitting certain walls and other people that I work with were also hitting major walls and delays and timeline issues. And it just, I thought, okay, what do we do when this happens? And how can I encourage other people that are going through it. And so I wrote out this little message. And then right after I wrote out this message of encouragement, that's right when daycare called with, your son has a sore in his mouth. And then an hour later, your son just projectile vomited all over the teacher and the floor and the wall. (laughs) And it was like, oh my gosh, I just wrote this uh, message. And here I am having to completely scrap my, my work week, my meetings, my appointments, my podcast recording interviews that I had planned and all sorts of stuff that we were going away to my cousins this weekend to celebrate her son's first birthday and just all sorts of plans of seeing people and visiting. And then they all just go out the window. Now, what do we do? So I'm really excited to share this message with you. But before I do, I have a major dream that has just come to fruition that I could not be more excited about. As the founder of Horatio Printing, I've been printing and creating planners, devotionals, journals for the past eight years. And I recently launched Print School, where I am guiding other dreamers and creators to make their own thing and print their own thing. So you can join Print School today. The doors are open and there's tons of bonuses. All you have to do is go to HoratioPrinting.com backslash Print School. I do have the link below. And we have a lot of incredible enrollment bonuses for you. For example, if you enroll today, you're going to get access to my designer's 
uh, course that she created inside of mine, which is the Design It Yourself course. She teaches you how to do Adobe, how to use Canva, and she also gives you three incredible templates that you can edit and use so that you're not starting from scratch. And she teaches you how to work those, and um, it's for anybody at any level can get started with that. We also have an incredible bonus inside of Print School, which is a writing retreat to help you get all the copy written for your devotional, your planner, your journal. Um, so that retreat is pre-recorded. We already hosted it, but you get access to that recording so that you can do it on your own time and just really enjoy the process of creation. And then lastly, if you enroll in Print School, I'm going to personally pay for your first sample. So I'm going to make sure that your first sample gets printed with my printer. And after you get your sample in the mail, I'm going to teach you how to do a powerful crowdfunding Kickstarter campaign so that you can get pre-orders on your product and really fund the print. So you're not going to have to worry about um, coming up with all the money to purchase in bulk your product. Um, we're going to let your first 50 to 100 customers purchase your inventory for you. So you can go enroll today at printschool.com. Actually, no, it's sorry, horatioprinting.com backslash printschool. All right, so just wanted to share that with you. I'm so, so excited. If you have any more questions, you can check out that page. There's tons of information, or you can shoot me a DM on Instagram. I'd love to just chat with you and see what you think about it, if you have any questions about uh, you know the, the process and what it's all like. But anyways, let's get back to our episode today where we're talking about what do we do when the schedule goes out the window? How do we handle this? Maybe we have a delay in a dream or a disruption in our schedule that feels like a disaster like I dealt with this week. Maybe there's a delay in a really important timeline that you were passionate about and you have this setback and it feels like utter defeat. When I deal with these sort of situations, and as an entrepreneur, it's inevitable that we deal with timeline setbacks. What I really come back to time and time again is what is in my control and what is out of my control. The situation that you're dealing with, I want you to apply this and think about these two questions. Is it in your control or is it out of your control? If something happens that is out of your control, for example, I'm importing some products, guess what? the you know the port is delayed and the planners aren't going to arrive to the port until the 30th and they were supposed to arrive on the 20th that's out of my control it's out of my control what's in my control is my emotions not truly actually probably not i would i don't know if i could say my emotions are in my control but my response to it is in my control if I project onto my husband, my frustration, that's in my control. I'm preaching to myself right now, but what is in my control and what is out of my control? The quickest way to get overwhelmed is to focus on things, situations, and even people that are completely out of our control. The only thing in your control is you. That's it. You can't control other people as much as we want to. We want to so bad. <laughs> I want to control everything. So I just want you to think about, well, what is this out of my control? Because if it is, ultimately it is for you to surrender first and foremost, and then to learn from it. We have to learn from it. So let's talk about disruptions because those are common, right? Maybe you have a disruption. You have this beautiful week ahead. You've scheduled it in your planner. You have all this stuff to do. And then boom, a disruption comes in. Well, what's the thing about disruption? 
Well, disruptions are expected. We can expect disruptions. That's like part of breathing. I mean, it's it's like air. We, we have to expect disruptions. The thing is, how do we handle disruptions? I believe there's two major types of disruptions. There is the urgent, important, and then the urgent, unimportant. So I want you to picture two boxes. And in one box, we have the things that are urgent and important. And in the other box, we have the things that are urgent and unimportant. Urgent and important are things that come up quickly and they are absolutely important. For example, your daycare calls and your child has just projectile vomited on the teacher <laughs> and you must come get your child ASAP. That is urgent. That is important. We have to handle that. We have to expect that as a mom, these are the types of situations that are going to happen. Um, putting your child in daycare, these are the types of situations that are going to happen time and time again. And so we have to just go with the flow of life a little bit. We have to be a little more flexible. And I know if you're a big planner person, maybe you're a little more on the type A side, disruptions are not wanted. Honestly, they're probably not wanted for most anybody, but it's really tough for those that have control um, tendencies like myself. So we have these urgent, important things, and we have to just have grace for that. We handle that with grace. Like, this is, it is what it is. I have to just let it be, let it be what it is. So I don't know if that's encouraging you today for the situation that you're, you're walking into, but we ultimately have to let it be what it is. Now let's talk about the other box. The other box is the urgent but unimportant. This box often uh, disguises itself as important because it's urgent. And when things are urgent and people urgently want to talk to you, it makes us feel inflated. It makes us feel important and wanted. And all of those things feel good. It feels good to be the person that someone calls because they need you. You know, it, it feels good to be uh, wanted. It feels good to be needed at your job and somebody that people have to run to or, or want to run to for solutions, right? But if you're going to get the big projects done and you're going to move the big boulders or you're going to move the needle in your business or whatever it is, we have to have stronger boundaries. Maybe someone just wants to talk to you. Someone needs something. They need to vent. They want to complain. They give you a phone call. They send you a text message. And it feels urgent. But if we truly step back, we say, is this actually important? You know if something is important if it's helping you become who you're called to become and who you want to become. So professionally, well, is it helping me towards my goals? Is this thing, you know, something that's important towards my goals in my business? If it's outside of the boundaries of who you are trying to become professionally, financially, personally, spiritually, as a mom, you know, all the different parts that make you you and who you're trying to become ultimately. If it doesn't fit in that, then it's not actually important. It's not to say that you have to completely ignore everybody and, you know, sorry, I can't ever answer the phone ever, you know, but when you are working on those big projects, or you're sitting down to pursue your dreams and you're, you know, working at coming the, becoming the person you're called to become, we need to have those boundaries. So what does that look like? 
like realistically, okay? How do we do that? And that's the boundaries of saying no, the boundaries of pushing back. Um, they, they aren't easy and they're not always a natural thing. So we have to work on those skills. We have to work on saying no, setting boundaries, declining, um, giving people back their, their, you know, they bring you a problem. You kind of hand it back to them. You support them, but ultimately you let them handle their thing. Um, especially in like the workplace. So here's an example of one that I really like. Let, let's say you're sitting down to work on a really important project at work. You've got your timer set. You're going to do a nice 30-minute sprint on your project. You're not answering emails. You're not checking your social media. You're just working on this project. To like Let's say it's building your website for your side hustle or something. Um, or maybe it's working on the copy for your new devotional, or it's working on your new planner that you're designing, right? We sit down to do it. Someone barges in and they say, hey, I just got this email. Can I run it past you? Can I pick your brain? You say, listen, you look at your clock. I've got 20 minutes left on my project I'm working on. When I finish, I will come find you. Okay, so you're letting them know you see them, you hear them, and when you're finished, you'll go find them and you'll take your break because you need to stand up about every 30 minutes when you're working anyway. So you can take that break and maybe that break looks like checking your phone or whatever. But um, that's a really great thing to start practicing and implementing. How can I let people know I hear you and I'll get back to you? Um, it could also look like just not answering the phone, right? <laughs> Easily, you know, but then calling them back when the break's over. Hey, sorry, I missed your calls working on a project, you know, letting people know that you are working towards things, you know, communication is key for that sort of thing. So disruptions, we have the important ones that we just have to handle with grace. And then we have the unimportant ones that we have to handle with boundaries. Now let's talk about, let's talk about what do we do when our project timeline or our general timeline of something gets delayed. And ultimately it feels like a disaster. I think this all comes back to a really important concept that I learned a few years ago from John Acuff, and that is the planning fallacy. As a society, as a human race, we all collectively, every single one of us, underestimate how long projects take. This is part of our human nature. It's been scientifically proven that we naturally underestimate how long things take. I'm not talking about, you know, driving in the car. I'm talking about a research paper or a midterm or, you know, launching a product or creating a website or setting up an email newsletter. Like all those things, however long we think it's going to take, it usually takes longer. So once again, we have to handle this stuff with grace. And I believe um, with any new thing that we're learning and attempting to do, I think you can find a lot of peace in the margin, Building out margin is the key to your timeline being successful and to many things being successful. Having margin in your budget is critical. Having margin in your day is critical. Having margin in your timeline is critical because we can always expect delays. Like the first time I had a planner delivered from overseas to the U.S., I didn't estimate any margin. I didn't have any margin. And so, of course, when the thing got stuck at customs, it was like, oh my gosh. And it was an utter disaster. Lesson learned the hard way. You know, it was a month late. It was awful. But now, you better believe, whenever I'm ordering my planners, 
I'm ordering them in May, April, March, somewhere around there, so that I can have those planners in my warehouse around, you know, September, October. So I'm adding plenty of margin. Like right now, my planners are set to hit the port on July 30th, um, which means they will probably arrive to our brand new warehouse um, in August and be ready for our launch coming up September 30th, which is so exciting, which by the way, if you're listening to this and it's before August 8th, we are moving warehouses. Our warehouse, current warehouse is um, closing. And so we're doing a warehouse closing sale. It's 35% off everything with the code warehouse for my 35th birthday, which is August 5th. Yay. Um, happy me. I'll be home with a kid with uh, hand, foot, mouth disease. <laughs> Hashtag this is mid thirties. Um, so anyways, uh, we're closing the warehouse. So if there's anything on your wish list, so Bible study, the dreamer bag, um, anything at all, feel free to grab that. Go ahead and stock up for Christmas or your next uh, event or birthday parties or you know anything like that. But we will be launching the new planner September 30th. But I have peace. I have so much peace because I have so much margin. And it applies to not just business but everything. And so I have peace about my timeline because there is margin. Without margin, it is hard to have a lot of peace. So that's the big thing. I truly find that my most fulfillment in my business comes when I am creating and working on a project that is important but not urgent. That's truly where the fulfillment comes. It's working on things that are important but not urgent. Like if I was working on my 2024 planner, for example, that is important, but it's not urgent. And that's where I truly find a lot of creativity. It's not so much the under the gun type of work. It's the let's have fun and think about what reels I could create um, in Q4, you know, to highlight my planner. Or let's think about, you know, strategic partnerships of people I want to partner with for print school. Like that is or not urgent, but it's important. And I think that's what really can separate you and, and help you to grow. And that works for any area of your life, focusing on the things and making time for the things that are important, but not urgent is critical for your personal growth. For example, going to the gym, that is important, but it's not urgent. No one is like urgently emailing you like, hey, did you go to the gym yet? You need to schedule your appointment to go tomorrow. Like, I really need you to be there early, okay? This is a big deal. <laughs> like, nobody's doing that, you know? So it doesn't feel urgent. But if we neglect our health for too long, our health will become urgent. Same thing with date night. Date night is important, not urgent, right? But it's something that if we neglect the communication in our marriage for too long, it will catch on fire, right? Ultimately, we will pay for things and turn them into urgent issues if we don't focus on them when they're not urgent. So that's why it's so important to go back to your fundamental needs of who you are becoming. Do that workbook that's in the front of our dream planner to help you really assess like who do you want to become and what are those key important things that you need to add into your week, add into your life, um, that are important to you and your life. So that's just a little encouragement for you. And what do we do when these things come up and it's a disaster and it's a situation? I recently had a couple things in my business pop up 
where situations happened and it was like a gut punch where like, oh my goodness, we didn't plan for this. This, this is not going the way we expected. And, you know, emotions were high and it was just no fun. You know, when you find these holes in your business or these gaps and, you know, I think the big change from maybe getting some bad news or having a big thing blow up in your, in your business, the, the way you really shift and change that into a positive is so important. And so how you do that is you look at the situation and instead of with this heightened emotion, you look at it with curiosity. I think curiosity is the ingredient that helps you grow from situations in your life or your business. For example, something pops up and someone's upset. Okay, well, instead of handling this with defensive anger or flippant uh, irritation or numbing out and forgetting about it or whatever it is your coping mechanism is or what your typical standard uh, track is, handle it with curiosity and grace. Curiosity and grace. First and foremost, why did it happen? How can we make sure it doesn't happen again? And what are the systems we can put in place so that we don't have these problems anymore, right? This is the same thing you could you could apply to a problem in motherhood or with your kids. Like something's happening, this keeps breaking. All right, how can we have a system where all the shoes stay in this basket so that we don't have this issue anymore? We're always losing the hairbrush. Okay, let's get a hairbrush basket and everything always goes back in this little basket in our little station, right? Like this works for applying for anything. Let's try to approach these problems and explosive situations with grace and curiosity. I had something, like I just said, happen in my business, and it was like, okay, here's this business I've built, and it's like a boat. You can picture it as a boat. And sometimes I really feel like God will use these situations to illuminate the holes and the cracks in your boat and it's out of his loving kindness that these things are exposed and you have to go through certain trials so that we can build a better boat. Because ultimately, if you want to grow, you've got to fix the holes and the cracks and the issues so you can hold more. Do you follow me? Like instead of going, oh gosh, my business is hard. It's like, no, this business, these problems are coming up because you're growing and you're changing and you're doing something new and these cracks they just need you to come in and go, okay, let's get the plaster, let's get a system, let's repaint this area, let's add a new board, let's gra grab our hammers, and like, let's fix these so that our boat can go on a longer journey. Our boat can handle more people. Our boat can have a bigger crew. Our boat can have more passengers. So I really believe that sometimes we go through all kinds of stuff like that because God is preparing us for the journey of what we're going to do and what we're going to build and who we're becoming. Before I started print school, I was putting my planners and my soaps back on Amazon and I had the most difficult situation and it was like, oh, it was so frustrating. Like nothing was working. Amazon kept rejecting me to open my business back up on Amazon because I had been off of Amazon for years and I had these people come in and do fake Horatio printing accounts. It was horrible. I had to like prove my identity a couple times and it was so frustrating and the barcodes weren't working. I needed this kind of barcode. Oh no, you need this kind of barcode. And it was just like, oh my goodness, this is so 
frustrating. But then I looked at it with curiosity because in print school, I'm teaching people part of my uh, course. I teach ideation, um, like how to design, how to really take your idea from thought to paper and then design it. And then I teach you marketing, how to print it, how to sell it, how to do a pre-order campaign, and ultimately how to do fulfillment. Fulfillment through your you know, DIY or through a third-party company or even through Amazon. So I was about to teach people how to do Amazon. And it's like, you know what? It's good that I went through all the muck to figure out everything that could go wrong because that's going to make me a better teacher, you know? So like looking at these things of like, how could this be preparing me and try to flip that situation into something a little more encouraging. So hopefully that encourages you today. Handling situations with curiosity is such an incredible way to flip a situation and see the light at the end of the tunnel and to really see how you're being, uh, how you're growing for what's to come. And ultimately, when our schedule goes out the window, just remember, we can always start again. We can turn the page, start a fresh week. Um, you know, and I know at my old business, we used to say like, we're not saving lives. This is advertising, right? And so I think sometimes we make these things so important because they're urgent and because someone's going to be frustrated if I don't do this exactly on time. But ultimately, like, what matters is our life and our the people that we touch and how we make them feel and how we serve them and how we love on people and how we shine the light of Jesus. So I just hope all of this encourages you today and you can know that you can start again and handle things with grace and with boundaries and with curiosity um, and just create more margin so you can have more peace in your timeline, in your schedule, in your dreams. Keep going. Keep taking steps. I am rooting for you, and I hope you have an absolutely wonderful day. And again, my warehouse is closing on August 8th, so be sure to use my 35% off coupon celebrating my 35th birthday, which is August 5th. Um, the code is warehouse. That's off of everything at HoratioPrinting.com, all of our physical products. But if you're ready to jump into print school, you're ready to create your own plan or your own devotional journal or workbook with your course um, or whatever you want to create that is beautiful and printed with excellence, jump into print school. I would love for just to encourage you there. And if you join print school, you also get a live group coaching call once a month, which is so fun. I get to see all of my incredible students and help you along the way as you go from ideation to having a beautiful product in your hand. I actually have one student who's launching her Kickstarter around mid-August, and I cannot wait to share it with you. She is ahead of the pack and already has her sample. And then I have another student who already has their sample that is cooking in the oven right now. So it's exciting. People are really moving through this curriculum and taking their idea from ideation to a fully printed product in their hand. And I could not be more proud of these students. So anyways, I'd love for you to join it. You are invited. Have a wonderful day. You are so loved. And I know the best is yet to come.